When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Happy Monday, happy President's Day. If you're working today and listening to me, I'm Sean. It's News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's technically a holiday. A lot of you are, are not at work, which means you may or may not be hearing me. Uh, you know, I, I can tell you that at least – Three of my six cats called in uh, today, called out of work today, so they're not with us. Uh, but we got James, we got Don, and uh, and I think Elaine's still hanging out, our executive producer. So we'll be fine. We got all the people we need. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Um, well, yes, Joe Biden's in Ukraine. Who cares? He's making money. He's making bank, taking some pics. Some images, taking some selfies with Vladimir. Uh, they still we're going to give him a whole bunch of money and more munitions. This is never going to end uh, until Putin dies, right? So there's no it, we're not going to be uh, we're not going to be talking about peace talks or anything like that. China has now stated that they're going to be helping out Russia. So I don't want to bum you out, but, yeah, we're probably on the brink of World War III. How does that make you feel on a Monday? I, I, I really – this is going to sound odd, but I, I really – and you heard Don Morgan, this was his lead story, this business in, in, in Austin of these uh, uh, crowds, throngs of young people just kind of taken over the town by Lamar Street. I want to get to that. Uh, but I'm gonna. Le- this is gonna sound odd at first, but I'm gonna lead into that with my review of the Ant Man and Wasp movie, Quantum Mania. Um, as we saw it yesterday. Now, if you're a Marvel head, you'll love it. It was it was actually a f- fairly decent Marvel movie. The last Ant Man kind of sucked. First Ant Man was freaking great. Uh, the last Doctor Strange movie sucked. Uh, 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 the Thor movie was pathetic and horrible, and I wish I could unsee it. This was, if you're into Marvel movies, this was a good one. This, it really, you know, and, and watching old ass Michael Douglas and Bill Murray makes an appearance and seeing Michelle Pfeiffer again is great. Um, but I picked up on a couple of very subtle things and probably because I'm oversensitive to this stuff because of what I do for a living. Um, Michael Douglas's character, uh, at one point he's talking about, he has all these ants. He, he, he Ant-Man is, well, he's Ant-Man. So he got all these giant ants that, uh, Michael, uh, for those of you who don't watch these movies, uh, Michael Douglas's character has trained all these ants and he's made them big and they're building societies and stuff. And there's one line, uh, it's very quick where Michael Douglas says, I know, uh, socialism is a word that gets a, a highly charged word these days, but we could learn something from these ants. Okay, so there's that line. I'm like, ah, well, you know, it's Disney. If that's all I got to deal with in this flick, okay, I, I got off easy. But I heard something. Uh, there was a, a point at the end. I'm not going to do any uh, spoilers for you, but there's a, this is not hard to see. There's a big battle at the end. You know, the movie, it's it, it's really, it's a war movie. The movie is a war that takes place between these two factions in the quantum realm, which is really, really, really freaking small. And at one point, the, the, the good guys, as usual in most movies, are like, you know, guerrilla fighters, they're revolutionaries. And there's this big battle, and, and you, I heard it, it was very subtle. It was just kind of there, mixed in with all the other sound effects. But I heard somebody, uh, uh, when, when this group is attacking, burn it all down. I heard it. Um, I think in the coverage out of Austin, there was some burn it all down stuff. This uh, There's a teacher that's made the news today. I, I, I was, I'm not going to talk about the story right now, but she's another one of these non-binary uh teachers who's teaching her kids that America is racist and it was built on the backs of slaves. 
and she's basically saying that when black people and people of color burn stuff and steal stuff, it's okay because they built this country when they were slaves. So they get to burn whatever they want to burn. And I, I think her term was burn the whole mf or down. I'm hearing that phrase more and more, just here and there. Uh, it's certainly a, a rallying cry for BLM and Antifa. I'm just noticing that I'm picking up on that one statement more and more. Burn it all down. Now, if you were following the news out of Austin over the weekend, wow. Um, it, 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 it's, it, it goes without saying that what you saw with the chaos, you got throngs of people down off Lamar street. They basically take over that entire part of town. Uh, they're doing donuts in the streets. You can see people in other cars that are going to stop. They can't go anywhere. There's no freaking cops. They cut a third of their cop budget. I, I, I guess they put it back in. I don't know. I don't. I, I Austin's going down the toilet very, very quickly, and it's obviously directly the result of the defund the police movement. Uh, I know they have a contract with the cop union out there that's back and forth. A lot of cops, frankly, across the country are just getting out of copping because it's uh, it's 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 bad for your health, and they're tired of city governments turning against them. And so you have this. You have a situation which I can only describe as complete anarchy in Austin, Texas. Uh, in fact, Fox has been running this uh, all day, uh, all morning. You have the uh, scene now of the cop car backing up as it's surrounded by people and getting shot at with with obviously professional-grade fireworks, which I don't know where they got those, but they're firebombing cop cars in Austin. Um, we talk about these ballot measures here in town, which are going to be on the next ballot, obviously, because they're ballot measures. And uh, the freaks got a bunch of uh, signatures, however they got those, prob- probably from a fair amount of dead people, I'm assuming, the odd Martian. But they got enough signatures to get these things on the ballot, and it involves things like if you steal up to 750 bucks, it's okay. You just get a ticket, slap on the hand. We'll give you a good spanking. And you know when you do that, what happens is crime goes through the freaking roof, and we're, we already have a crime problem in San Antonio. So it goes without saying that what you saw over the weekend in Austin, if policy, the policy track that we're on with our current you know, city government, municipal government, continues on the path it's going, that'll be us at some point. You know it, and I know it. You're, you're seeing it now. With, there's garbage everywhere in this town. There's an uptick in random crime. We're, 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 we're going to be Austin very, very soon. We damn sure will be Austin uh, very, very soon if you reelect Ron Nuremberg to his next and final term in the mayor's office. Uh, burn it all down. Burn it all down. Yeah, I think that's kind of the plan. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I, I'm thinking – that they really do want to burn it all down. In that we we see an assault on our country right now from inside our country. Yeah, there's some outside influences and lots of money coming in. But basically, we're destroying, we're allowing ourselves to be destroyed by our own people and politicians. It's the border. It's it's the economy. It's the the uh, the the assault on, frankly. The racism, the racist assault on white people, Christians, we're the bad guys. Fentanyl. <coughs> Excuse me. It's all of it. They're, they're burning the whole thing down. That's what they want. They being, you know, and I, 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 you look at all those kids, all those young people in the streets in Austin. Uh, are they, you know, are, what are they? Are they neo-Marxists? Are they communists? Are they socialists? Uh, I think most of them aren't any of that. They're just brats that want to tear the crap out of stuff, and they're getting away with it right now. But they're being handled, and I think probably financed by Marxists, by fascists, by anarchists. They're the useful idiots. Because the architects of all this, and I do believe Biden's a part of this, whether he's aware of it or not, 
that's what they want to do. They want to burn the whole freaking thing down. They want to tear apart the old institutions like faith, communities, faith in general in America, religion, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the family uh, structure, the family unit's got to go, uh, standard curricula in our, in our school systems has got to go and be replaced with the new history. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's a foot. And, and there's violence in the streets. They want as much chaos in the streets as they could possibly get. Because the border thing makes sense, yeah, from a, an electoral perspective and that you want people voting Democrat as, in these red states. So just, let's just import a bunch of people who we think will vote Democrat because we give them a bunch of free crap. But really, also, you bring in a lot of bad guys, and that means a lot of chaos in the streets. Uh, the Ukraine trip, I think, is just a money laundering scheme, really. And we, Trey and I talk about that all the time. So more and more people, not only especially in this town, if you don't want Austin coming here, you got to get out and vote. You got, I know it may seem pointless, especially if you believe the other side is cheating, but you got you still got to participate. We got to get that guy at all. Got to get Nuremberg out of there, man. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we got to. Uh, as far as the larger situation, I think it, if you're wondering what to do apart from participating in the political process as much as possible, people just need to keep standing up and speaking their truth. People need to just stand up and keep speaking their truth, like these kids in these schools where this bullying's going on. And nobody's doing anything about it because they're white kids, right? Let's be honest. Can we be honest here? Black kids are beating up white kids in the schools. How does that make you feel? It's happening. I'm not trying to demonize black kids. I'm just saying that's what I'm seeing and that's what you're seeing. So, you know, at what point does it move? Does BLM move in? It's already sort of moving into the adult world. Hey, let's just call, uh, you know, uh, uh, anything goes when it comes to white people. Why not? We suck. We're guilty. Got blood on our hands. Built this country on the blacks of slaves. On the backs of slaves. Whitey sucks. Let's beat the crap out of. Nothing will happen to me. I won't get arrested. It's where we are. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. It's 924 on President's Day, Monday. I'm Sean. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Yes, the whole world's going to hell. Uh, we're, we're on the brink of World War III, perhaps. We've got chaos in the streets. And, uh, you know, communists and anarchists taking over everything. And on top of everything else, we got goats and Great Danes hanging out together. Did you ever think you'd see the day? Goats and Great Danes are being seen together. Well, I this this story just cracked me up just because, you know, it's it's stupid and funny. In Harris County, I don't know exactly where, but there was a target. And uh, <laughs> apparently, and they, they assume these are pets because they hang out. People were seeing at whatever town this was in, uh, you know, two small goats and a freaking Great Dane just bebopping down the street together. And, you know, Target's, you know, like a lot of places now, it's got those sliding open doors, right? You break the laser beam, the doors open. Apparently the goats just walked into a Target and started walking around. <laughs> you know, and that's the kind of smash and grab I want to see more of. You know, I think we need, we need more... Uh, <laughs> stupid goat videos in this world, you know, which I, I don't know about you guys. I'm a James and Don. And Don, I haven't heard you report on this, by the way, this uh, the, 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 the goat, the goats at the Target. Did they steal any Sudafed? Did they break it? Did they use their horns to break in any medicine, locked medicine cabinets and get some NyQuil or some Sudafed? Is it a, was it a goat smash and grab as far as we know? I haven't think they anything? went right for the Twinkies. They went right for the Twinkies. <laughs> no, I don't. I well, don't, they're goats. I don't believe it was a case of looking for, you know, seeking drugs, but, you know, it's hard <laughs> to tell with goats. <laughs> you ever see a goat scream? It is funny, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, when they when they make noise, they're really kind of freaking funny. 
They, they, I love goat videos. There, I said it. I love goat videos. But uh, I thought that was a funny story. Um, you also just posted, because we were talking about Austin, and you posted about 45 minutes ago. Somebody got shot uh, while all that was going on in Austin? There were, You know, there was a, a lot of different incidences going on right. uh, the, while all of that was taking place. So, you know, they're still looking into whether or not it's all related to the street. Whether it, that was a separate incident or whatever. Right. Well, in any event, if you shoot somebody, it's not like the cops are going to be able to show up anytime soon uh, with the way things are going out there. Uh, I, you know, I, we were, wa- this, this was fascinating because we were sitting there Sunday, yesterday morning, and we got up for, kind of early for a Sunday. And we saw, my wife has OCD, so she's constantly scanning, you know, TikTok or, or Instagram for news and stuff. And we had, there was, she found the guy that videoed a lot of that stuff Saturday night. And we were watching as like Fox News was hitting the guy up for, to use the footage and all these news agencies were, asking the guy's permission to use this footage because he got the footage of the cop car being backed up and all that stuff. And wow, man, just absolute freaking madness in Austin over the weekend. I mean, James, you've spent a lot of time in Austin. Have you ever seen anything like this? No, not even the rowdiest of Sixth Street nights, right? uh, holidays, nothing like that. And some of those idiot kids were getting hit by their friends that were spinning around and drifting. I just saw dumbasses. You know, and again, you're what you're looking at now. I was reading only about a third of uh, all the nine one one calls get answered, and they usually have to be like either murder or or something you know incredibly like rape. You know, you might get somebody to get uh, uh, come out to your place. Uh, most people who call nine one one right now in Austin are waiting about twenty on average twenty eight minutes. Then what's the point of hold to get a response? There's no, there is no point. You saw cop cars being backed up by that crowd. This is crazy crap, man. Two one zero, but you know we got goats in Target, <laughs> in Harris, in Targets in Harris County. We got a a, a, a a rogue goat gang that's brought into their fold a, a, a you know a punk ass Great Dane, and they're doing smash and grabs in uh, in in uh, at the Targets in Harris County. I'm kidding. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi. Phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um. I, you know, I, we were talking about the chaos in Austin, and it's just madness. You know, it's anarchy. It's it's you know, but the the, the 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 thin blue line, the blue line is gone. I don't know. First off, I don't know if you picked up on that. I'm sure you have if you're paying attention. The blue line with uh, the thugs of today, man. There's just no hesitation whatsoever when it comes to cops. And I directly blame not only originally Barack Obama for starting this whole thing off, but the defund the police thing, you know, it's really made targets of our cops, and a lot of them are just getting out of the business. And I don't blame them. A lot of them have left in Austin. Uh, but, you, you, oh, 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 just so I cover all my bases, Biden went to Ukraine. There, got it off my chest. Uh, that just makes, to be a good talk show, it's got to make sure I cover that. But I personally couldn't give a crap because the dude's just making bank. He's just making money, taking selfies with the guy in the hoodie. So what? That crap is going to be going on forever. and might lead to World War III, but I digress. Um, we're, the, the stuff that's going on with the young people, and, and not just the tranny crap, which is insidious, but uh, I, I am eternally thankful that I don't have any kids in the education system of today. My, my daughter is going to be graduating from college in uh, in about three months, and I'll be thankful for that. And she goes to a small school, small university, which I'm also thankful for. A lot of this woke crap there, but not nothing to the extent of that we see on the bigger campuses. But I, I am so glad I don't have any kids in this system right now. We have this chick in Maryland. She is a teacher. Her name is Lane Cogdill. 
of Silver Spring International Middle School in Montgomery County. So this is upper, upper, upper class. This is uh, These are people with money in Montgomery County. And, and, and might I add, you know, the, the chaos you see in Austin, uh, and also there was a, uh, there was a, a somebody had their house, uh, they did one of these mansion rages where kids, uh, teenagers, uh, high school kids from around an area will, will target somebody's house in gated communities and they just take it over. They, when they, 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 they know when the people leave, they have no connection to these people. They, they just found somebody with a big old house in Austin, Texas, and hundreds of them just piled into the house and destroyed it and partied. Uh, and they're, they're, they're largely kids from some of those neighborhoods like Lakeway, Texas, rice to live. And that's country club territory. So these aren't, these aren't poor kids who have suffered under the boot of oppression and they're, you know, these are rich white kids, wealthy or well-to-do white kids that, that are largely involved in a lot of this crap like Antifa. Case in point, you have this teacher, uh, in in Montgomery County, Maryland, which again is uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, is a hoity-toity place. Uh, and uh, her her issue is first off, she's non-binary. Couldn't see that coming, could you? He's one of these recent grads who is now a teacher. She looks pretty young. She got purple hair. She got a ring in her nose. Her pronouns are Z and Zem. She's a history teacher, and she's uh, doing videos, of course. Uh, a history teacher who cares about racial justice. I keep hearing people saying, like, I understand protesting, but I don't understand rioting and looting. Uh, let me just remind you all, this country was literally built by black people, she says. Uh, she goes on, uh, black people's bodies were literally, she had to be fired for overuse of the word literary, first and foremost. Black people's bodies were literally the currency that our white founding fathers used to fund for revolution. History teacher. As far as I'm concerned, as a white person and as a history teacher, if your ancestors ancestors built this country, you have the right to burn the MFR to the ground. Uh, and white people, I'm going to need you to do better because your opinion on this is at best irrelevant and at worst literally propagating white supremacy. She's a white chick with purple hair. She's also about the business that if your kid's in her class and your kid uh, has, you know, been... uh, uh, encouraged in the idea that they're not the right gender... And uh, uh, you, you're thinking you're a kid, and you're thinking about changing your gender. She'll protect you from your parents. This, you know, th- 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 there's more and more of these teachers than you realize. I personally believe most of them are young people. I, I have a very good friend, someone I consider a sister, who is in the public education system, and and she's one of the good ones. She's a, a devoted educator. But this chick, this is a freaking history teacher. A freaking history teacher who doesn't know history and isn't teaching it. She's teaching a false history. And she don't care that you know because she puts it on freaking TikTok. Uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I it, 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 you know, being a, a political commentator or a, a comment, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a clown, but you know, I, I am a, professional commentator and i it, it it the news and the state of affairs as we see them right now is is so freaking surreal i just honestly can't believe this is the united states of america and yet yet it is so again when you look at the uh anarchy in austin texas understand not only is that at some point going to be san antonio it's going to be every town in america because you know what? They're going to burn the MF or down. That's what it's all about. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
And we're back. Hour number two on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Um, lots of stuff going on. Uh, you know, as we mentioned earlier, uh, the president's uh, he, president paid a visit to Vlad, his friend Vlad in Ukraine. Uh, surprise visit. Well, in fact, <laughs> Trey pointed this out. Uh, Fox, I know Fox was making a big deal out of this that John Kirby was saying yesterday the because pre- John Kirby was all over the the news over the weekend, lying his ass off about everything pretty much, and uh, was saying the president's not going to Ukraine while the president was basically getting on Air Force One to go to Ukraine. But you know, it would be refreshing for John Kirby not to lie about something. You know, so. Uh, I, I don't care the president's in Ukraine. Uh, China is saying they're going to offer up, what, lethal stuff for Russia if they have, have to. So it, it's a it's an S-storm. And it's coming, and you've you got all kinds of folks saying that uh, this isn't going to be over. Vladimir's saying it. Zelensky's saying it. I mean, that, uh, you know, it ain't going to be over till Putin's dead. Kirby's saying the same damn thing. So uh, Kamala Harris is saying the same damn thing. So somebody's making a crap load of money off this dealio, and I think it's probably Vlad and Joe. In any event, I'm not going to give it. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and spend the whole damn day talking about a surprise visit to Ukraine from a guy who has probably made a lot of money through uh, Ukraine uh, throughout his entire stinking life. But the Don Don leads with the, the the chaos in Austin. I think that's a great lead because I think that's that's a huge story. Uh, what happened in Austin over the weekend? Because look, they're they're getting ready to S can Lightfoot out of Chicago. It's gotten so bad there uh, with the nonsense in the streets and the crime. Um, again, we can't say it enough. If when election comes around, next city election rolls around. And these ballot measures are there, and you don't vote against them, then you're looking at what's going on in Austin coming here. And you know what? It's already coming here. It's already starting to look like Austin around here. I don't know if you've driven around town lately, but there's garbage everywhere. We've had our own drag races, have we not? We've got more shootings going on. We've got cops being attacked. It's bad. And I had mentioned this briefly. I know uh, we have Kevin on the line. We're going to talk to Kevin here in a second because he wanted to, wanted, wanted to talk about this very topic. But I think you're going to see more of this. There's a, a thing called a mansion rager that they do now. These are high school kids. These are high school kids where they pick a house in a, a fancy-schmancy neighborhood where most of them probably also live themselves. Uh, they somehow figure out when the owner's not going to be there, is going to be out of town. They advertise it on social media, be at this place, going to be a big party at this place. And they, this is not like in the old days, like we had to be careful about this in the 80s, where if somebody's parents went away, right, in the neighborhood, and you invited some dudes over to party, you know, well, 100 dudes show up and they trash the place. No, this is different. These kids don't have any connection to this house. There's no body that lives there that invited them there. They're just busting into the houses and destroying them and partying. So we have this house in Austin, and they're not, again, these aren't kids from the crummy neighborhoods. These are kids from the good neighborhoods, so to speak, the quote-unquote good neighborhoods. And uh, we had this in Austin. Uh, I don't know if it was this weekend or maybe it was, but it was recently because a story was up where they did one of these mansion ragers at this place. A guy and his wife have a toddler. Start getting messages from neighbors wherever they were on vacation, whatever, that there was kids all over their house and there were cars all through the neighborhood. Come back and there's 100 or so kids that that have destroyed their home. Uh, messed up the kids' room, threw all the toys all over the place, busted the sheet, busted the sheetrock. There's booze bottles everywhere and garbage. This is somebody's house. They just broke into it. 
because I guess they probably have too much money and probably black slaves built their house. And so those evil white people deserve, evil rich white people deserve to have their freaking homes trashed. Let's go to Kevin. Kevin, you're on. Uh, are you still there, buddy? Hi, Kevin. how are you doing today? Hey, thanks for holding on, yes, man. Sir. I know you've been holding for a while. What are you thinking? I am thinking this is a little bit different. We own an Airbnb in San Antonio, and um, and there's a TikToker. We had they had two parties at our house and destroyed it. Wow. They destroyed it twenty eight thousand dollars worth of damage. Oh my um, God! We called the police. Yeah, we called the police. The police wouldn't kick them out. They didn't. They went up to the door and they saw all these kids just tra- all underage drinkers thrashing our house. And they didn't do anything about it. It's all on video. I called up Internal Affairs. They said that they couldn't do anything about it because it was rented. And we said, no, they were canceled. And they still wouldn't kick them out. We also had a a welfare check from inside the house, and they didn't go inside. And so I asked them, well, what what would constitute for you guys to kick these people out? They said, well, if there was any criminal action going on. What? And I told them, well, are underage drinkers criminal? And they said, yeah. And I go, well, there's a thousand underage drinkers at my house. He goes, the the um, the internal affairs said, well, if there's that many people there, we wouldn't do anything. What if they start shooting guns and stabbing people? They can't do anything unless they start shooting and stabbing people? Yes, that's what. No, they said they couldn't do it because they were afraid that they would oh, start. Oh, God. There was only. Yes. So let me get this straight. So you let me let me see if I let me just reach. So you own a property that's a B an Airbnb. You rent it out to people to spend the weekend or whatever, which is very common these days. And a bunch of kids who had originally scheduled to be there, but then they canceled. You say? No, they were scheduled to be there, but when we found out, all the neighbors started calling. Oh God! Canceled their their stay. Oh, you canceled them because they were trashing the place. Right. Yeah. So you, they're yeah, trashing the place. They're trashing the place. Yeah. You call the cops. Cops, they, they arrived on scene, right? Yes, sir. And they saw what was going on, and they said they couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't do anything about it. And we have it on video. Oh, my God. And my, oh wife, my, my God. wife's right here. She wants to say something. Hi. Sure. Okay. Hi, how are you? Happy so, Monday. Oh, you too. You too. Okay, so what happened was this little girl was a TikTok star, Airbnb. Okay, so our, we live in Florida now. Um, our property is up in the hill country. Beautiful home on two and a half acres. It has a pool, everything. Um, so our neighbors called us and said, look, there's like 79 cars at your house right now. So my called my host. My host called the cops. The neighbors called the cops. By the time the cops arrived, there's over 300 cars, not oh my god, 300 cars, and they, you know, we have an electric gate. They smashed after the cops came. This is all on social media. These kids posted it on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, on every social media. um, You know, just bragging about this party, and they even have it on TikTok. Yeah, a TikTok that the cops are at the door with the flashlights, and they're like, effing cops, you know, just all this vulgar language as they're on our couches. Oh, so then it gets better. So the cops wouldn't do anything about it after the welfare check done inside from the house. And, uh, you know, we're in Florida, you know, devastated. What do we do? So the next weekend we have an, uh, a, an Airbnb person that was, had been booked since December. Well, come to find out, they are all one group, and they call oh, it the God. Playboy Mansion Party. Another Playboy Mansion Party is what it. That I found out through a girl that randomly um, sent me a Facebook right. message with a flyer of my house saying Playboy Mansion Party tonight, twenty five dollars online on Eventbrite. They're selling tickets too. Wow. I've paid $350 a ticket. And the cops will not do anything. They thra- they trash our house, destroyed. I went to San Antonio. San Antonio. This house is, I got on my knees and started crying. It was so bad. Oh, it man. So bad. I am so sorry you went through that. That's crazy. What's going yeah, on here? And even worse. Even I worse. Even worse. 
uh, our 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 host put up a TikTok bashing this girl, telling not bashing her, telling her telling the you know the the world what she did and she needs to pay. The police actually called the sheriff's department actually called the host and said that she had to take that down because the lady was getting death threats. If oh not, God! So not, in other words, the the people that you would depend on to help in this situation are basically against you, law enforcement, yeah. what have oh, you, yeah. in this situation. Because yeah. we've heard, I know yeah, that uh, Trey was Trey spent a lot of time talking about squatters uh, with the migrants, and there's a lot of there's a law, I guess, on the books that you can't just pull them out of your property. So I. This is madness. I, I got to run. I got to take a break, but I'm going to keep talking about this. Thank you okay. so much for calling. I am so sorry that happened to you. That's horrible. Thank you. Keep listening. That is freaking horrible. These are people, these are young people just taking over somebody's house and destroying it just to do it. We cool with that? We cool with that? This is the country you want to live in? This is the city you want to live in? Two ones, the GD city? The actual quote is, as long as I'm mayor of this GD city, dot, 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 dot. You like what you're seeing? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Disturbing stuff, man. We got we got anarchy in our streets. Uh, people's houses aren't even safe now. And, and I, how much you want to bet? I mean, I, I think a lot of this, whether it's the mansion rages, we we just had a very disturbing call from some folks who own some property in the hill country. They got an Airbnb, and I guess twice now a bunch of kids uh, have rented out the Airbnb their property, and have just trashed it. And um, there, there seems to be just a general breakdown of law and order in this country. And if you're paying attention, you're seeing it. Uh, and it's disturbing as hell. And if you're not paying attention, you're probably a freaking moron. And uh, you care more about Megan and Harry than anything else. And your TikTok videos. And hell, maybe you're one of the people in the streets who are jumping on the hoods of cop cars with Molotov cocktails or... or Roman candles or whatever the hell. It's weird stuff, man. You just got to maintain some hope. And, I, you know, as a guy who's got to have, I got to have my noggin in this crap every single day of my working life. And I'll tell you what it's doing, and we're seeing this across the country, it's really inspiring my faith. Um, you know, we, we have, and maybe you're hearing about this, there is a Christian revival that is starting to pick up steam in this country right now. And what's interesting about this new revival, which we haven't really seen since, we, we've seen a couple of major ones. We saw the Jesus Freak movement. Uh, there's a new movie about this uh, 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 in, in the in the late 60s, early 70s, where Christianity kind of took hold with a, a, a fairly sizable segment of, of hippies and flower children. They're called Jesus Freaks. And we had the great tent revival and Pentecostal revival uh, from the previous century. They tend to be populist in nature, and they tend to be in reaction to when things are kind of falling apart like they are right now. And I think it's a good thing. I, 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 can't, I didn't plan to talk about this, but I can't think of the university. There's a university we talked about it last week. Uh, I think it's in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken, uh, where they had a church service on campus and the kids kept it going for several days. So that gives me hope because what I've found in troubled times, and certainly <laughs> there's, I don't, is there anybody going to argue with me that we live in some messed up troubled times? And it can be overwhelming. Uh, I know what what, and I this is something I've been focusing on more and more over the past few weeks and months, and certainly since I got out of the hospital and then went back in the hospital, uh, is is our faith will will not only carry us through but set us free. It's got to pray. 
a lot, I think. And on occasion, make something in the crock pot. That's how I make. You know, I'm, I I hate Mondays, I'll be honest with you. I, I think in large measure Mondays suck, although it's been a pretty good show. And, guys, I'm making ribs today, man. I'm doing some ribs today. It's a Monday. It's President's Day. I'm making ribs just to eat some ribs and make myself feel better because now I can eat ribs. And I'm going to pass on my rib recipe to the entire freaking audience because you know what? There may be some of you out there right now that are having a crummy day. And I tell you, one of the coolest things you can do, don't day drink, and I'll just screw up your life. Here's what you do. Make something in a crock pot. Okay? So my advice, if if on a Monday uh, things seem a little overwhelming, first off, pray. Have a conversation with God. Talk to Jesus. Uh, so get your, get your, get your prayers in. And make something in the crock pot. Making stuff in the crock pot always makes me feel good. And today, damn it, I'm doing ribs. And here's how I make ribs. Because the other thing about crock pot cooking to make yourself feel better, keep it simple. Don't get fancy. Here's how I make ribs in my crock pot. I dump a bunch of ribs in the crock pot. And then I dump a big fat bottle of sweet baby rays in there. And that's all. (laughs) and then i let those damn ribs slow cook most of the day in sweet baby rays i don't add any garlic i don't add any salt i don't add any brown sugar i just put the damn ribs in the crock pot with some sweet baby rays let them slow cook all day i ain't got a smoke i got a smoker i don't know how to use it sean don't grill you don't want me anywhere near something flammable so i don't grill I suck at it, but, man, I'm just telling you people, I'm hell on wheels when it comes to crockpotting. And today's Crock-Pot Monday. In fact, this might become uh, a what we call in the business a benchmark. Uh, maybe I'll start doing Crock-Pot recipes on Monday to get you through the damn week because everything's going to hell. And for all we know, it's the apocalypse. So when you get overwhelmed, baby, Don Morgan, you two, just drop some crap in the Crock-Pot, man. That's how you deal with the blue. You pray to Jesus, and you make something in a crock pot. And if you want to use my race, my, I call it Mondo's ribs. Okay, it's very simple. Again, dump. I got beef ribs today I'm using, too. My wife gave me a choice between pork ribs and beef ribs. I said, give me the beef ribs. Uh, well, actually, the pork ribs are already in the freezer, but that's not you know that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, you want to make yourself feel better, pray to Jesus, read your Bible, I read Scripture every day. It's a true damn thing. And sometimes you you just got to spend the money, watch, spend the Monday watching the Crock-Pot. I'm putting my damn ribs in a damn Crock-Pot with some damn sweet baby rays. That's all. I let them slow cook all damn day. And I'll take pictures later and put it on Facebook. All right? Are we cool? 210-599-55. Because we're going to get through all this. You and I are going to get through this season that we're in right now which sucks there's so much bad crap going on right now but we're going to get through it with our bibles and our crockpots i promise you anywhere Anywhere. anytime Anytime. and it's just wherever you need it you can just go online and get it get the sean ryman show wherever you get your favorite podcasts and we're back new stock 550 ktsa fm 1071 i'm sean hi Fox News just playing the hell out of the footage out of Austin uh, from Saturday night, and they got James Patterson on right now, who has a, uh, a either a new book. I think it's a documentary on the on the other the pay Fox News channel, whatever that you Fox Nation. Big supporter of law enforcement, James Patterson. Well, he's made a crap load of money writing about cops. And he's on right now, uh, and I, I actually have a, I, I'm a big fan of James Patterson's writing when he actually writes his own books. He's become more of a corporation now at this point, which is fine. He's a very successful guy. I'm waiting for the cancel culture to pick up on James Patterson, though. Do you know why, if you're a Patterson fan? At what point, because they, 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 J.K. Rowling, arguably, she's not the best-selling. James Patterson is the best-selling author, working writer on Planet Stinking Earth, J.K. Rowling, I think you would say, is the most successful and impactful uh, writing uh, writer uh, in the in the world, and and the council culture went after her over this trans crap. 
but I'm waiting for him to go after Patterson. You know why? He's a white guy who spent his career writing about a black character named Alex Cross. In fact, there are several supporting characters that he wrote about the, of Alex Cross's family. I'm waiting. For, they're going to come for you too, James. White guy writing about a black a black guy. They'll catch. And plus, now you're pro cop. They're coming after you, dude. And I got authors on the brain uh, right now because I, I put out a new book, a new collection of poems last week, and I'm, I'll, I'll talk to you later about that later in the week about that. Um, but one of my favorite authors, or, or at least he's written a couple of books that I really, really love and are, have a play a huge role in my life, and that's Roald Dahl, uh, who is the Englishman who wrote. Uh, he's written a lot of books, but his most he's most famous for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And its sequel, uh, Charlie in the Glass Elevator, which is a very strange book, by the way. Uh, I, you know, I haven't read Matilda or any of the other books, you know, uh, but uh, those two books pretty much epitomize, from what I've told, you know, his writing style. And one thing that Roald Dahl revolutionized, which you really hadn't seen before, he came along writing in the '60s. Uh, uh, was a style of writing. He's writing kids' books, and what Roald Dahl did is he wrote as a kid. So he, in the language of his books, you you get a lot of stuff that little kids would say and call each other fat, stuff like that. Uh, Roald Dahl is problematic for a lot of folks on the left because he was also a, a pretty vocal anti-Semite. So was Beethoven. Uh, not making it right, but I'm saying they 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 want to they want to take out Roald Dahl anyway. But they've done something which I th- just think is insipid. Uh, Roald Dahl's entire library is now owned or licensed by a group called uh, Puffin Books, which is a subsidy of uh, Random House, um, and they have control now over the publication, new editions of Roald Dahl books. And uh, they've got a lot of uh, literary types and artsy-fartsy types like me really severely pissed off because they are rewriting his books. They have made editorial changes to the text of Roald Dahl books because he says things that, you know, are just really offensive by today's standards. I said the word fat a few minutes ago. Uh, You you know, the, the fat kid in the Willy Wonka books who can't stop eating... Well, he's described as fat in the Roald Dahl books, and they've changed that, so the, the word fat has been excised. But the most egregious example that I could come up with, which from the ones that I found in my, my show prep, um, in a Roald Dahl book, I'm not sure which one, he writes the statement, his face was white with terror. The editors at Puffin Books uh, have determined that white is a bad word. Uh, And so they have changed that sentence to his face was agog with terror. Which is a horribly written sentence. Agog does not invoke any kind of physical thought in your head. Whereas when somebody goes pale... It means they're freaking afraid when the blood drains out of their face. That's why he used the word white in this particular sentence. But now, do you understand? Maybe you don't care about Roald Dahl, whatever. Or you don't care that this one line has changed. But they're rewriting books, classic books now, to fit into what they consider to be non-offensive terms. And now, merely using the word white to describe a thing or a phenomenon or an action is now considered bad. The word white itself is now bad because of, I guess, the sins of the white colonials and racists and white supremacists. So the, the, the authors of the, of the woke crowd, or the editors rather, they're not, they're not authors because an author wouldn't do this to another author. A writer wouldn't do this to another writer. This, these are the actions of people who throw piss and gravy on Van Gogh's to save the earth. And I'm sorry if that just offended you. I don't care. 
People who would rewrite a rolled doll book are people who could not write a rolled doll book. And this is how little talentless people make an impact on the world that they can't make with their own freaking art. And so they got to mess with his. Now, you may think he's an a-hole and an anti-Semite. If you backtrack through just about everybody's books you've ever read and every bit of music you've ever listened to, you're going to find pretty much all those people had problems you would not agree with and opinions you would not agree with. Doesn't give talentless, uh, artless pukes like this the right to go in and change their stuff. You start rewriting art, and we've seen in history, when you rewrite art, when you reconfigure art to fit current standards, you are rewriting history. Art is the fingerprint of the human race on planet Earth. Good art represents the, the era in which it was created. It's history. And the people who are artless pseudo-intellectuals who tear down statues as well because nobody should cast their eyes on that statue because I have a problem with the person that statue represents. They're now starting to do the same damn thing with literature. In fact, and don't think because you have an L at the end of your name that you're, you're somehow safe from this stuff, they've already rewritten quotes from Ruth Bader Ginsburg because her language was, her language was problematic. This is also why, even though nobody really gives a crap about my books, that I don't do electronic versions. I have no desire to do electronic versions of my books. I want hard copies in people's hands because you can't rewrite a hard copy. But, you know, it, it, it's, it, I don't know what the hell. We're letting the pukes run the whole show. And they're about burning the whole mf -er down. And right now they're, they're doing it. It, it, through literature, <laughs> history, rewriting of history. Uh, you know, we talked about this history teacher who is teaching fake history to her kids. It's weird crap, man. And even Willie freaking Wonka isn't safe. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next, that is what's happening on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, there was some Tom Cruise hate over the weekend as well. Um, you know, I told you I tried to watch Maverick, and it's just not my thing. I'm not into jet airplanes. I mean, it just doesn't – it's just I, – I didn't like the first movie. I, I wasn't – I watched about 30 minutes of it in the hospital with a morphine drip going, and I could see where a lot of people would like a movie like Maverick. I, in other words, I'm not cracking on Maverick. I, you know, dude did all right with that movie. Spielberg said he saved Hollywood with that one movie, and he saved the – uh, the movie theater business as well. And so good on Tom Cruise. You know, I don't, whatever you think about Tom. Judge Apatow, who is a director whose movies, I can't think of it. I, he's, he's, he's done, he's, he makes like lower budget arty films. Uh, uh, largely based upon his own life. And over the weekend, he's speaking at the Directors Guild of America Awards show. And for some odd reason, Judge Apatow gets Tom Cruise in his crosshairs. Said that how many phone books did Tom have to sit on to reach the flight controls? And 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 then he started going after Tom Cruise. I'm being honest. He starts going after Tom Cruise for his parenting. Uh, he, he, I guess he didn't approve of his parenting. He doesn't like the Scientology thing. Well, nobody does, but. Every time he does one of these new stunts, it does feel like an old ad for Scientology. I mean, is that in Dianetics? Because there's nothing about jumping off a cliff in the Torah. He's talking about Cruz free climbing. And then goes off on him on, uh, his, you know, antidepressants. That's a thousand years old. Starts talking to him about his parent, the way he parents his kid. Hey. James and Don, I think uh, 
Mr. Apatow might be a little uh, man jealous of, uh, of of Tom Cruise and his success. And I'm just getting so. a little that came out man of left jealousy. Field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little man jealousy there. Well, perhaps because I don't I don't think that you know at some point in the '80s, teenage girls had you know giant posters of Judd Apatow hanging up in their bedrooms. They didn't like the Judd, new Tom Cruise. No, they they certainly didn't. Well, that's probably uh, why and, Apatow had the forty year old virgin. Wasn't that his movie? That was him. Yeah, because <laughs> he was one yeah. uh, when he was doing bong hits in the dorm room there while Tom Cruise was making millions of gajillions of dollars. Right, hanging out with Cher. Get hanging out. I'm getting a little getting a little man jealousy going on there with with Mr. Apatow. And I'm not even a huge Tom Cruise fan. Right, and Judd's but got you, his money and stuff. He doesn't. He's need, done all right. Yeah. He's got, uh, you know, he's done fine with his stupid movies. But, you know, I uh, look, again, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan. I, I think I like Tom Cruise when he's acting. He's actually a brilliant actor. You know, you want to watch Magnolia, Tom Cruise is freaking, he should have won a freaking Oscar for Magnolia. I thought he was great in The Color of Money. Color of Money was a was fantastic really movie. He was amazing in that. Yeah. He was amazing in Born on the Fourth of July. He's oh. done a lot. Rain Man. I mean, he's done a lot yeah. of great acting flicks, and now he's just, in, you know, he's an older guy, and now he's doing the action flick thing. And you know what? I actually love the Mission Impossible movies. I think they're they're really great entertainment. What about his role in it Tropic? It ain't Macbeth. It ain't do. It ain't deep. But who cares? His What's role that? in Tropic Thunder. Oh, he. You know, he should have won an Oscar for that. Yeah. He should have been best supporting for that alone. He's freaking brilliant in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> He is. He, he I mean, is. That was, no, I agree. Like, talk about playing against character, you know. I would like to see a movie about that character, how he got I, up I, to the ranks. I think they're actually working on that. I think oh. I read somewhere they're talking about that because it was be such great. a brilliant character. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, but, yeah, this thing with Apatow, it's like, dude, <laughs> your vanity is showing there, man. Yeah. You know, and as far as. And Tom you, Cruise could kick your ass, too. As far as. <laughs> right. As far as his parenting skills, you know, what, what business is it of Judge Apatow's with Tom Cruise? Or anybody. It's really not My parenting damn. skills suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I got lousy so, parenting skills, We're not all man. Ward Cleaver hanging out That's here. That's right. We're not all Howard Cunningham, for crying out loud. Tom you know? Cruise may be a little weirdo with the Scientology stuff, but, man, he ain't got no market on bad parenting skills right. in this country. Well, you know, when you look at it this way, we've never heard anything about his children doing anything underhanded or getting no. They've all been, you know, decent members of society, from what we can tell. We haven't heard anything anything about Cruz's kids. So if that's the case, then he's doing okay. Yeah, Judd Apatow's kids, uh, their heroes they grew up with were groupies. (laughs) 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 You know, teenage girls that gave it up for the guy in the band. You know, I mean, if you're going to go with parenting... uh, uh, ideals from judge from the repertoire of Judge Apatow. Okay, your kid's going to end up pregnant at fourteen and addicted to, addicted to LSD. So there you go. Tom Cruise hate. I can't believe I'm defending Tom Cruise, but I don't know why. But that just seemed like why? Why did you, what, what's wrong with you, man? You diaper. I mean, the guy made a great movie and people loved it. It's a cheap shot. It is yeah, really. It, it, I'm I'm getting upset. <laughs> Look at this pitch and the voice go yeah, up. Okay, man. First roll doll, the rewriting Willy Wonka books, and now Judge Apatow can't leave freaking Tom Cruise alone. <laughs> just chill, baby. Everybody, just freaking chill, man. Now I'm gonna watch Maverick just to spite Apatow. There you go. <laughs> hey, 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 dude. I'm gonna make Tom Cruise just a smidge richer by watching his movie. Because of you and your jive-ass comments. You know, How does that make you feel? The funny thing about Maverick is I went to see it with the lowest of expectations because, <laughs> I, as I've said before, I could not stand Top Gun. I thought it was right. a comedy. The first. I thought it was a stupid movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was yeah, laughing. I, did too. I, I thought, this can't, they can't be serious. So I went right. in to see Maverick thinking, oh, it's just going to be more of the same. But it was actually pretty good. I've heard that from a lot of people. James and I didn't make it through it, but I may no. actually try it again just because <laughs> now I'm pissed off. Right. But no, I mean, give it some, it just, it's it's kind of well, like any of the, like the, the Mission, Mission Impossible movie. It's just entertainment for a yeah. couple of hours. What's wrong with that, right. man? I mean, we need, but there's no, that's why people started going to the movies in the first place. That's why they started making them. When they first started, Charlie Chaplin knew that, Buster Keaton knew that, Max Sennett knew that, uh, and uh, I had a guy named Reggie McDaniel who was the everyday people's movie critic in Denver, Colorado. He said, people don't want to take their baggage into the movie theater. They want to leave it outside. Right. All right. 
Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, James, Don. I'm a good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. <laughs>